What does meditation do for us? Well, it does a lot of things, but the most important thing it does is uh, it, it trains our mind in a particular way that allows us to completely change the way that we experience things. Um, and it does so by degrees and in a variety of different ways. But what meditation does, it brings us into the present, which is very, very important. And you could think of meditation as being nothing more than that, because, uh, well, I suppose there's some things that are called meditation that don't bring you into the present, but uh, I think uh, the kinds of meditation that uh, I'm primarily interested and concerned with, if you look at them, they're all about bringing you entirely into this present moment, being here now, which is really important when you consider that that's all there is. <laughs> the past doesn't exist any longer, the future doesn't exist yet, and all there ever is is the present and the here and now. So it's one of the things it does. And uh, it's interesting that by doing so, it relieves us of an awful lot of the stress that we normally experience, because uh, the activity of our mind of worrying about the future or fretting about the past is a source of a lot of uh, a, a, an ordinary person's stress in their life. And uh, interestingly enough, we probably most of us have already realized that most of the things we worry about never happen anyway. You know, but we continue to worry. And of course we can't change the past, but we continue to, you know, there, there's, it isn't it interesting we have this tendency to keep reliving the past as though somehow we could change it and even thinking about, well, if only I'd said this instead of that, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it brings us into the present which is one very important thing it does. It, it uh, trains our mind in such a way that our mind begins to serve our highest intentions instead of uh, acting automatically in a way that is programmed, uh, you know, a kind of a programming that we inherit at, at birth and which basically it leaves us entrapped in the illusions of uh, seeing things in a way that constantly propels us to want something else and do something else and be so busy and preoccupied. So the natural state of the mind of the ordinary human being is one of, of constant restlessness and, and activity and movement. And a, a mind that is constantly in motion uh, can't really penetrate very deeply into things. And uh, we all know uh, from our own experiences that uh, to act with any kind of wisdom and to, to temper our behavior with any sort of uh, uh, wisdom, balance, 
equanimity uh, virtue, uh, we have to slow down. We have to give a chance for some kind of understanding to arise. So the other thing that meditation does is it trains the mind to, as I say, come more under the control and influence of uh, our, our highest uh, aspirations and our highest intentions. And the other thing that it does is it trains the mind to uh, observe clearly. It increases the power of our uh, conscious awareness so that our observation is uh, more penetrating and more encompassing. And the other thing that it does, uh, very closely connected to that, is to clarify, uh, because our, our perceptions of people and situations in the world in general are obscured by uh, a lot of, uh, uh, well, we're not seeing what's really there. We're obscured to a large degree what we are habituated to expect to see. And so it's like looking at the world through a pair of very muddy glasses. And so meditation helps us train the mind so that we are more likely to see the, uh, the person in the situation or the world uh, as it actually is, rather than uh, as these obscurations that we bring into the moment will incline us to see things. So meditation is most fundamentally a process of coming into the present and training the mind so that, you know, the most important thing that we have is our conscious awareness. And so we're training the mind so that, that this conscious awareness uh, begins to achieve its full potential and that uh, we can benefit from that full potential. And the big payoff of meditation is that when the, tri that when the mind becomes trained and, and habituated to uh, seeing clearly and uh, powerfully and in a focused way, we can see beyond those particular things that are causing our unhappiness and suffering and cause us to make other people unhappy and to increase the amount of suffering that's in the world. That's, that's the real payoff. The payoff is which, the, the payoff is that things are not the way that they've always appeared to us to be. I suppose this is this is where the faith comes in. Well, faith first comes in. You sit down to meditate, and you find it really hard to believe that you can ever really do this. And then you uh, also doubt that uh, uh, e even if you did it, you know, you're you're not sure that uh, uh, you're sure why you're doing it. So you have to have some faith uh, that uh, there's a reason why this has been going on for so long with so many people. But because you can't, in advance, when, you, when you're trapped in the illusions uh, that, that we all exist in, 
then you can't see, you don't see them as illusions. And so there's no way really of knowing that there's something beyond those illusions, let alone that what is beyond those illusions will have uh, a liberating effect and uh, will leave you free from the kind of uh, dissatisfaction, uh, suffering, and unhappiness that you have taken for granted that is uh, a part of life and that you've been spending your whole life trying to counteract to whatever limited degree you can by pursuing the illusions. And so that is, in a nutshell, why we meditate.